Back again with another episode of the Ouchcast. I hope you guys have been doing well. I am broadcasting here live from the Under the Bridge estate. I have been stuck in here for five days because I have been sick. Not that this one really knocked me down or anything like that. It's just now the state of, well, you don't want to get anyone else badly. So... For all more than safety's sake, I've been stuck here. Going through a lot of YouTube and a lot of Family Guy, that's all I'm saying. I mean, this one was not even that bad. Like, uh, well, let's see here. Kinda had a headache. Kind of a fever. I had these crazy body aches that would keep me awake in the night. That's about the worst of it. And now I kind of got just a weird sore slash more annoying throat than anything, but not one cough, not one sneeze, like on a constant basis, so we're probably okay, I'm guessing, so we are going to wait and see what happens on that, so, but it did give me the idea for this episode, mostly because I put these out Friday, it is currently Wednesday, and I have nothing else recorded. So, with that being said, let's talk about getting sick. You know, getting sick is pretty much equal to everyone. We'll all have some bouts, some little stuff, some stuff that keeps us away, some stuff we go, and we can live through it. Uh, I think probably everyone's first little thing is probably getting their tonsils out, right? I mean, it's tonsils, it's tubes in the ear, and then I think there's a thing with nose? I can't remember what it was, but it was like a group of three things that kids would always get. And mostly because you just got to eat ice cream for like a week solid all of a sudden. And it's hard to forget those kind of days. Now, nothing was too bad. Like, sickness has not gotten to me too, too badly. Like, this one, you know... I was at home for a week, I really didn't feel super, super bad, but other than that, it was okay. I think I am more a little injury-based in what actually hurts. The worst one I ever had injury-wise was, it was 8th grade, in gym, I basically speared a guy kid with my shoulder, except it didn't go through him and I kind of broke my collarbone. Which, painful, because it's one of those small things you don't really notice that it gets really that bad. But that one wasn't fun. Mostly because the cure, quote-unquote, is basically, like, think of, like, a bra without the boulder holder part. It's just two straps that would hold your shoulder blades back, and you had to walk around like that. Not super comfortable, Like, I just ended up wearing, like, a Nirvana flannel shirt over it for the most part. But that was about the worst. And then I'm just kind of have been lucky, I guess. I don't have a whole heck of a lot of either injuries or sicknesses. 
this recent one, you know, is not too bad. So, all in all, I am kind of lucky on that. Since I was tired and sore most of this week, we're going to go to the old standby. Let's answer a question from the crazy writing book and stop. Oh, this is easy enough. What is a surefire way to distract you from the task at hand? Well, being sick will do one thing for it, for sure. To distract me, you know, that ain't that hard. You know, someone wants to talk or text, hey, I'm distracted. That's pretty gosh darn easy about it. So, it just depends. Like, it's one of those things you get older, nobody's really trying to annoy you anymore. It's just, hey, here's this thing, da-da-da, okay, done. You know, stuff like that. Very rarely do you get, like, these long conversations anymore. At least me. Very rarely. It's been a while. I don't know, a couple months, maybe. So... But in terms of distraction, you know, I just have to think or, you know, turn left in my chair and all of a sudden I lose my focus on anything. So that one's not too bad. What else do we have? Now this one I have an answer written down. We'll take a look at it and see how much it goes. How do you react when someone compliments you? And I wrote, Usually it's just a quick thanks, followed by about 10 minutes of my brain trying to cut down the positive reinforcement I just received. I mean, people say I'm really good at kickboxing, and yet I never seem to believe them. Maybe a little to an extent, but never 100%. No offense to them, they tell the truth, yet it it must go through the judgment of my low-to-no self-esteem. I mean, kinda, you know, I am probably my own worst judge for the most part. You know, it is a build-up thing. I don't try to brag or stuff like that. Very, I don't, I'll take compliments, and it's just like, if it's weird little stuff, I would probably take it, like if I didn't expect it. It's just like, you know, Alex, your sideburns are really nice. Thank you. You know, stuff like that that'll catch you off guard, I don't mind. But like, when it's one of those things, I don't try to brag too much, I just... I can kind of let it stand for itself before, but I don't, I'll I'll try to push it down. Nah, yeah, nah, 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 please, please, no, no, no. Uh, what else we got? What else we got? What else we got? If you had the opportunity to write as a career, what would you write? You know, basically, I like trying to do reviews and stuff, but it's one of those things I will always have difficulty with. How much do you have to review before passing? Like, it's easy to do for movies and TV shows. You gotta watch the whole damn thing. That makes sense. But then the iffy part, I like video games and all that. So, do I really have to completely play Red Dead Redemption 2 before I make a final judgment on it? Like, I am playing um, Ghost of Tsushima right now. Very fun. I'm about... If I'm lucky, halfway through. But the game probably isn't going to change anymore throughout this part I'm at. 
you know, I have a lot of, you know, got a lot of upgrades, the skills, the set, blah, blah, blah. I have a lot of that, but it's one of those things I'm almost already wore out of it. Like, I don't need to do too much more, I think, before I realize, yeah, this is a good game. No, yeah, no problem. So, that's just my only battle, especially with video games, because they all make these epic 40-hour-plus simulation goals. Then it's just like, well, what if you don't like the first two hours? Does I just gotta keep suffering through the rest of this stuff? It just seems kind of unfair to me on that one. But I would love to keep writing reviews and stuff like that. And like the old podcast was kind of for that, although I would still like to write. But it's just that argument of how much you gotta go through to really get a complete thing going. Let's do one more. Because I think I'll finally have enough segments to fill up at least 20 minutes. I, that's kind of becoming my gold mark of what I want to keep the podcast on and stop. Where would you be pleased to find yourself locked up overnight? So, I am apparently happy about being locked up in this situation. Um, happy to be locked up in. Ooh, nothing sounds like a good thing after being locked up in a situation. Maybe that's just me. Ugh, but locked up, you know, chained to a bed and you just go, wake up, huh? Alright, alright, alright. Doesn't seem like a great combination. Ah, boy. That's a weird one. I think that that one got phrased really strangely. It really did. Find yourself pleased to be locked up. Just the door? Is it me? Ugh, that's a... That one's a little bit creepy to answer. I'm gonna mark that. I'm gonna read that as marked, but I might do one more. So let's do one more question. One more question. Stop. Which is stronger? Love or hate? Ooh. That one is a little interesting. Okay, putting the book away so I know I'm done. So what is stronger, love or hate? Well, the fact that love seems to go away a lot easier than hate does. Like, when you hold grudges, you hold them forever and really hard. It's one of those things... Like, I could care less if I see anyone from my high school class again. Like, it's it's not a hate, but it certainly is in completely apath- apathetic response to it, for sure. And then I'm just a horrible monster about love, so that's really hard to answer. I am basically, if Gollum had a dating profile... I like long walks on the beach, coffee dates, and getting the ring back from the hobbitses. I don't know if that's a good joke or not. I've just made it, so. But that's just a one. You have to kind of think hate can be a little bit stronger just because it's so much easier to hold on to. And it kind of starts to shape your memories of how things were and stuff like that. Because I can remember... Basically, every... um, Well, see, that's what I'm talking about. I was about to say, I can remember every football player bothering the hell out of me in high school. 
Now, it wasn't really all the football players. I could think of three off the top of my head that were pretty annoying. Like the traditional big lug dude, you know what I mean? That kind of football player. But like, there are others, like we had more skinny kids than anything else, I think. So, so that kind of shapes it in a wrong way as well. So, but you know, in my head, you know, I never need to see those guys ever, ever again. So kind of hate is a little bit stronger, I would say. I mean, I'm not trying to sleep with any of them for sure. So, so maybe it is hate. Maybe it would be hate is a little bit stronger. But that's at least one more extra session. One more thing to take up time. So now, let's take a break. I've never quite seen anybody this late trying the travel road on a lonesome whim. Get on over here. Plenty of room around the fire can. The name's Scroglin Pitamelo, but the peoples call me SP. I don't know why. It's an easy name to remember. Just think that sound an alligator makes when you drop your bread fillings on its dab asleep. But what are you doing in Taverslap this late? People wandering around here are either dumb, lost, drunk, or gobbed. And you look like all three! <laughs> oh, I haven't hobo laughed at someone like that in almost 12 minutes. Oh, stay, stay. There's plenty of beaver scraps and shoot water drippings to go round. Now, I ain't telling you how to do your business. But I always give fair warning to people coming through just to stay put until the light comes back. Strange things happen to those who move under the cover of the All Shadow. Something about this town makes people change in the mind bowl. The house folk never see it, but I got the tale and the time. I always keeps track. Just most closest, there was Jeffy Flabbins. As good a kid as he was, Jeffy had a weird little feeling around him. Young Buck, right from the schoolhouse, he think he was ready for what the world had to offer. But what he wanted, well, the world had to tell him to ease up a bit. In terms of those fancy songy types, Jeffy was a bit of a hound dog. Oh, he'd whine and try with every little skirt in town, but he couldn't catch any eyes if he was covered in honey next to the bear sanctuary, cause that sure be a sight to see. Days, months, years, damn near entire lives go by, and Jeffy never did land no softness. The town wised up and just sorta ignored Jeffy. Left him alone. Didn't even pay no mind to where he was standing. Well, a man starts to change when an entire life starts rejecting your bill of goods. His heart got a little harder. His skin grew a little tougher. His throat sounder started to disappear. Jeffy just started to take to the silent life. 
But then, sweet little Pipey Swokums came by. Pipey made it out of the schoolhouse a little bit after Jeffy did. But what Jeffy had in weird, Pipey had in cheer. Always smiling, talking. Hell, she had one of the best dang recipes for corn stockings in town. Being so light and happy, the town always made time for Miss Swokums. So one day, Jeffy was heading his way to the junk park to find a better wheel for his metal catch when he passes by Pipey. Now, Pipey always wondered why Jeffy was so quiet. The townsfolk really didn't know Jaffy that well. Or they didn't care, it was hard to tell sometimes. So Pipey starts to follow Jeffy. And then, Pipey starts to talk to Jeffy. Jeffy couldn't quite figure out why little Pipey started an interest in him, but that little shine from her started having an effect on him. He started to feel warm again. Things were just a little bit brighter to him. Heck, he even found something that was almost a smile. He almost forgot how. But as soon as that first tooth show happened, Pipey changed her mind. The townsfolk kind of knew how Pipey was. She was just trying to have her fun without really settling down for the winter. Jeffy just ended up being a little toy for her before moving on. Some folks say they might have been something good, but folks didn't blame her for forgetting about Jeffy. After Pipey ghosted him, Something switched off in Jeffy's head. A lot of people think it was a broken heart, but what it really was, was his shine. That little bit of light from Pipey didn't last very long in Jeffy, so it burnt out real fast. But with no shine at all, a man can be more of a beast. Jeffy started changing even more. His hair grew straight up, Thick, tangled, hard, like branches in the tallest tree shooting out in every direction. The white in his eyes started to get filled in, with dark browns and grays swirling around, making it even harder to see where the eyes began. His mouth just stopped moving. You almost forgot he had one. His skin got even thicker, even started cracking all over his arms, like bark on the oldest oak. The weight in his heart and in his head slowed him down. Hell, you might just have lost track of him if he stood still. But one thing that never went away was that stare. Just that feeling of someone is looking at you, judging you, wanting you. The town never quite figured out what happened to Jeffy after a while. Some say he could have been chasing after more lady style. Some think maybe he just moved on, keeping things to himself. But others think he couldn't keep on without the one chance for the girl he almost had. Some swear they saw him head for the forest, where he could leave people alone but still keep close to see if someone would show a little shine for Jeffy. So, if you ever find yourself 
going through that forest at night. And you've got that feeling of beady little eyes watching every move you make. Take a look around. You just may have been found by the husk. And that is the episode. Thank you for listening, everyone. As always, you can find me on Twitter at JustOuch, capital J-U-S-T, capital A-E-W-C-H. Head to anchor.fm slash ouch. Leave me a message you will hear in a future episode or send me an email, ouch64 at gmail.com. Until next time, everyone, we will see you guys then. Bye-bye, everyone.